0: and Millie, a podcast about infertility and different pathways to parenthood. I'm Millie Brooks, and this is season six, where we are following one person's journey for the whole season. We are here with Audrey as she travels to Ukraine for the birth of her son via surrogacy. We are doing a whole season dedicated to Audrey's story, Because as of February 24th, 2022, Russia invaded Ukraine in a major escalation of the Russian-Ukrainian War that began in 2014. The invasion caused Europe's largest refugee crisis since World War II, with more than 8 million Ukrainians fleeing the country and a third of the population displaced. That info was taken from Wikipedia, Thank you, Wikipedia. So to say that Audrey is going through a lot right now is an understatement. Audrey is going to enter, I guess, essentially a war zone to be at the birth of her son and take him back to Atlanta. Audrey, how are you doing today? How's morale? Where are you at? What's the vibe? The vibe today is um, still
1: taking it day by day. I just don't know how i'm gonna'm I'm gonna deal, um to be honest, you know, being with, with my surroundings has been good. Um, and yeah, I'm just focusing on on the big tasks that I have right now and making it work.
0: What's the biggest the biggest task that um, feels the most
1: daunting in this mo- moment? Well, <laughs> Thinking about how much time we're going to be having to spend inside Ukraine. So on top of everything, there is a plastic shortage in Ukraine. Um, And there's a law that when a person turns 25, they need to renovate their passport. So my surrogate's passport expired um, in 2019. But it was known that when she turned 25, she had to um, get it renewed. Um, she took a little bit of time, and then on top of this, the plastic shortage came. And she doesn't have a passport, which means she can't sign like any rights away. Um, she can't sign anything for us to get the birth certificate and and or get the passport. I'm I'm sure where do we need it, but my agency says that we need her passport in order to like finish all the documentation. Um, so right now the plan is she finally and it, and it took forever for her to moved to the west she's about 13 to 14 hours her trip through train took 24 hours she kept delaying it she was supposed to go to the west at 32 weeks um initially it would have been 28 weeks but we delayed it to 32 weeks and then it kept delaying every week because she hasn't hadn't received her passport Mm. until basically this week when she turned 36 that we said you have to go because now you're, you know, it's gonna be so uncomfortable. It's a twenty-four hour ride on train. You have to go through Kiev. Yeah. She went she went through Kiev on Saturday and on Sunday there was a bombing. No. Or shelling. No. So yeah. So I was I was I was tense as under understanding. Mm-hmm. So she finally made it safe to the West. But the plan is now she gives birth, then she has to return back. Makes that twenty four hour twenty four hour trip get her passport and then come back again. So within all that, we don't know how long we're going to have to stay in, inside Ukraine. Okay, so she has to, right now, where is she? She is in the West, close to Slovakia.
0: Slovakia, okay, great. Which is the Poland bo- border between Poland and Ukraine, right?
1: No, so no. both Poland and Slovakia um, border with Ukraine. You know what listeners, for our next episode,
0: Millie's going to get a map in front of her because like <laughs> I just need I'm going to put some tax I, so I have a visual of what wh- where we're we're going and w- where we're coming from and where we're going to. Um yeah. so she's in the west and that's where she's going to give birth and she's going to be able to get her passport there too or no, she has to go somewhere else. No, no, she has to go back. Okay, back to her city. And she goes through Kiev to get back to her city. Yep. And then come back again. And then come back to the West. Mm-hmm. And she has not the, taken the trip yet to get her
1: passport. No, she hasn't birthed yet. So, right. We wanted her because it's super, super uncomfortable making that trip. I can't imagine it doing it with a 36 pregnant belly. Right. Um, so that's why we kind of, like, tried to convince her. She she wanted to do the right thing and wait for the passport, but it was going to be too too difficult and too hard. Yeah. So we'd rather have her give her birth, and then we'll deal with the passport later. Deal with the passport stuff after he arrives. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. And what's your agency? I, I cut you off there. Sorry about that.
1: They... They're trying to see if they can also see if they can get the rights or the whatever they need her passport for um, with her old passport and a certification or an affidavit, something like that, to see if that works. Um, but that's plan B, if um, her passport hasn't still arrived. Okay. I, and I can't believe there's a plastic shortage, like the timing of everything, right?
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... That the passport piece could potentially really delay you leaving Ukraine after Mateo arrives. So that is like the biggest hurdle right now. And because the U.S. embassy is not there, um, what other kind of hoops do you have to go through in order to bring him back to the U.S.?
1: So once we have the papers, we have to go to Poland. Um, and we're trying to figure it out because a lot of couples, what they're doing is waiting for the baby to be born in Poland, get a get a emergency passport and then pick up the baby. However, I don't know their situation if they if their surrogate had a identification or not. Um so it looks like we'll be there for birth. Jorge will have to exit. Um, and then I'll come back, or we'll try. We're going to try to see if we can, all, the three of us can cross the border. Um, but we could get denied until we have the proper papers. So once we get into Poland, um, if we make it successfully, then we start issuing the passport. So, and that entitles doing a DNA testing and a physical appointment with, with the embassy there. Um, where we have to show proof that we are U.S. citizens, um, show the genetic link. And basically, it's an interview proving that we are who we are and that we are Americans because that will provide him with the CRBA, which is the Certificate by Descent or Certificate by Birth Abroad, something like that. That's a certificate that says he's a United States citizen, but he was born abroad. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, we can get either the emergency passport or the passport so we can get him back home. Okay. And we don't know how long that will take either.
0: Wow. That's so much paperwork. That's so much specific paperwork. That's right. Who is taking care of your dog right now? (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, who's collecting her mail? Um, How's her dog? You know, did she turn off the water? In Atlanta. You know, like I'm I'm just how do you how do you prepare and plan for something like this?
1: Yeah, so uh my husband stayed behind. So because we just got our new house, so our house is a mess, right? We there's a lot of stuff to do. So he decided he wanted he's doing his own kind of nesting on the I new love house. that. I love that. And he doesn't want to leave Jolene, which is our dog, alone for a long time. And she's not going to be alone. She's going to be one of one of my real good friends. Um, so he's with her. So actually on Sunday, he'll be dropping Jolene on my friend's house. He'll finish packing and he'll be on his way on July 5th. Um, so yes, we have someone watching our dog and we got a cat sitter for our cats. And yeah. Okay.
0: Now you said that it sounds like you've been in communication with other folks who are using surrogacy to build their families, and it sounded maybe like some of them were coming to Poland to give birth. Is that correct? Like, what what are the other options people are using right now?
1: Yeah, so um, I am part of a Facebook group, right, and they're from different nationalities, and some decided to get the surrogate out, which was never recommended and use and give birth in poland however is very on the down low like it's seriously it's not legal in poland so mm. what i've seen happen is that they basically say they're their sister they're there for the birth you know supporting their sister um the woman and and the her the husband right um the, the baby's father appear in the birth certificate and the surrogate relinquishes her white rights. And then the actual genetic, you know, the mom, mm-hmm. the real mom or mm-hmm. the intended mom has to adopt its child. I think that's in Poland and the same situation in Prague. Prague is a little bit more friendlier than Poland. Poland is kind to try to catch up. And I think they've been a little bit more lenient because of the whole Ukraine situation. Um, but there's people that has that have gone to places where it's illegal. Mm. Um, and they've they've had it real hard to being you know to get recognized by their country. Um, we were told not to do that because you know getting the surrogate out of Ukraine would would have meant basically it falls in the lines of human trafficking. Uh, so you're not you're not supposed to do that. Like the laws protect you, and every and the contracts and everything is there. Well, a lot of people will say, oh, force majeure. There's a war. There's nothing that legally binds you. But morally and ethically and we can go on, on all that topic, you know, we should keep them where where we have planned, um, yeah. and not cross borders. However, I would tell you that when things got bad, I I just told my surrogate, you do what's best. Like and a lot of people did that. A lot of people left and then came back for week thirty six, week thirty seven and actually birth again in Ukraine. Oh, okay. Yep. That that was one of my ethical um, issues because i I just told her I don't want you and your family to be safe like I would like for you to move west, but i I know that I can't obligate you um lately, you know it was in her contract that she needed to move closer to the agency so we can process everything so that was that that was different I'm like, okay, now it's time for you to move. but at the beginning when she was like 18 weeks and 22 weeks, like I was not gonna force her to, you know actually move um, but if she wanted to escape by all means i was not going to tell her not to but right. it was very hard wow
0: what a decision like it's it just feels like all of these decisions the stakes are so high and y- and you have to make them quick you can't just like sit on them and think about them which i love to do like i just love to like really marinate a decision but these are all decisions you have to, where
1: the stakes are high, and you have to make them pretty quickly. That's right. I'm, I do not like to marinate in decisions. I'm pretty <laughs> much like, okay, whatever works. If it doesn't work, we'll go with Plan B, Plan C. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, it was like a lot of afterthought too um, of going on. Like I, I kept thinking like, what if she she go, you know, goes into labor before the 36 weeks, that means that we'll have to spend NICU inside, like, really inside of Ukraine. Um, how does that look like? Because I don't think anyone... is not a touristy area. Mm. I don't think people will speak our language. Um, the agency doesn't have a presence there. So who's going to support us? So that had me a little bit of stress. But, yeah, fortunately, it all worked out. She, she was able to, to safely arrive where where the agency is. And right now she's in a house with other surrogates and um, other families that fled um, war zones. So she's not alone. And she's enjoying her time so far. Good, good. I'm glad she's not alone.
0: That's, that's a big thing. And is she what does her family look like? Like, does she have she married? Or did she have to leave somebody
1: behind? Yeah. She's, she has a fiance and she has three kids. Um, we offered multiple times to take everyone to the West, you know, with her, we would rent an apartment for her. Um, she declined because I think I mentioned in the previous episode, she does have a farm. So someone has to stay behind and, and and take care of the farm. Um, and she didn't want to be moving the kids. So, you know, it was at her end was, it, it was her decision. Um, so she kept saying, like her eldest daughter would say, "Mommy, you need to leave so you can rest." And I think I thought that was the cutest. Oh. So she, yeah, it, it, I'm sure it's tough leaving her kids behind. Um, but we, I made sure that she had, if she wanted to bring them and her fiance, she was going to have that option. Okay, That's good.
0: That's good. What kind of um, paperwork did you need to prepare? in the US, was there anything that you could like, finish ahead of time before you left for your trip?
1: So there were a, a bit of paperwork, um, obviously, before, you know, when creating the embryos, there was a ton of, of paperwork that we needed to do. Um, that took like six months to to complete um, the, for between back and forth between two clinics. But for now, the, the birthing, I've had to, because I was married before, the U.S. Embassy needs evidence that my prior marriage was terminated. Mm. Um, And then I got married in Puerto Rico, and all my documents are in Spanish. Oh, wow. And the Puerto Rican government takes forever. So I started that process even before we started, like, two years ago. So it took a while, but um, my husband's dad works in a courthouse so I got my my lawyer involved in Puerto Rico she couldn't do nothing it wasn't it wasn't until that da- Jorge's dad was able to actually get the like the decree the divorce decree mm. so I got that and then I paid for a certified translation in English and Ukrainian um, and I notarized that so that was one of the most difficult documents that I had to do I also had to notarize a um, name change so when I got married the first time, it's not usual practice to change your name So I, in, in my culture. So I didn't. But with my now husband, with Jorge, I loved his last name. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to change my name. So I needed to do another paperwork, both in English and Ukrainian. Well, no, it was already in English. It, um, to get that, um, I also needed to get my original marriage certificate. Mm. Um, and I got married in Las Vegas. And it was weird because it also needed to be apostolized. So. Apostolized? A- a- apostoly a- An ap- apostil. I don't know how you pronounce it. I've just never heard of that. Like, did you have to go to a
0: priest and he like ordained <laughs> it? Like, that's the image I'm getting right now. Did he have to yeah. throw wa-
1: holy water on this piece of paper? oh god um it's just a stamp but it's a stamp that's recognized between allied countries or the countries that fall fall under that apostle and i may not be pronouncing it right but it's spelled a-p-o-s-t-i-l-l-e um so the stupidest thing is right both things have to do on the county where i got married but they need the original certificate so first i needed to request uh, the certificate Wait it for arrive to Atlanta, get it notarized, send it back to Las Vegas to then get it apostilled, and then it came back. I was like, "Can you do like a two for one there?" Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. So I did that, and every time I do something like I, I order not one copies, I order three just in case, and oh, I put them yeah. in different folders. Yeah. So that's been another paperwork that I've done. Now my husband has the fun part because he's the genetic link, so he needs to fill up like a binder of questions of where has he lived um proof of of of, you know that he has lived in the u.s so w-2s rent water bills all that oh wow i've been asking him for a year to complete that yeah (laughs) Yeah. i don't think he has done yet i don't i'm not sure if he started yeah
0: okay so wow How are you even transporting all of that stuff? Like, are you keeping it in a folder? Do you have hard copies? Do you have digital copies? Like, how much did you have to bring over with you?
1: Yeah, so I have everything in Dropbox, but I printed everything and I have a big chunk of paper with me because on the courthouse, they make you leave your laptop on all your electronics out. Every proof you have has to be paper. And this is the courthouse in Ukraine? in warsaw poland
0: okay and that's where most of the kind of um i guess the legal barriers will be kind of dealt with yes okay wow i mean this is huge this is huge
1: um are you thinking about what mateo will look like Yes, a lot. Um, I try not to, like, I try not to, like, I don't know, get my hopes up or anything, but I really hope he looks a lot like his dad. Yeah. Um, I hope he has my mother-in-law's eyes because they're green. Yeah. Green eyes. So, just, so
0: rare. So right. rare. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, you know, I'm. It doesn't matter. He's going to be my baby. I'm sure he's going to be cute. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um. (laughs) I just – I was thinking – the reason I ask is because that was sort of a – that was like a safe zone for me, like a comforting zone is to just sort of like imagine my baby being here, you know, and like that was like very um, comforting to think about amongst all of the craziness and – Obviously, our situations are very different, but like that was just one place of peace for me throughout the process.
1: Yeah, when I see brown babies, you know, when I see Hispanic and, and baby boys, like I can like say, "Oh my gosh, what was gonna look like that," yeah. or hopefully he looks like that. But honestly, now I I am struggling. I'm because you know within our communities we have so much different type of moms and. I have a lot of moms that have lost their babies in the final stages. And mm. I keep like, I keep that in mind, you know, and it's hard. I, I can't, I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, and a lot of people tell me, you should, you didn't get here just to get here, you know, your baby's coming. And I'm like, mm. that's just telling me like, oh yeah, mm. I'm young. I'm going to get pregnant. Like, it doesn't mean anything right now. And it, I'm struggling. Like, I can't, see, I can't see the end. Yeah you're,
0: so I, so what I hear right now is you're kind of trying to protect your heart a little bit in just in terms of like, you know, you want everything to go smoothly. But like with infertility, there's always hoops and hills that you have to climb. And so historically speaking, disappointment just shadows a lot of our hope. You know, it kind of overshadows a lot of things. So I hear what you're saying. I hear
1: what you're saying. And it's not only that, I mean, that's a big part, right? Where he's in a war zone. Um, but also he's coming with his cord around his neck, mm. which also has me going insane. No one is worried but of course, um, again, being in this community for a long time, that has me on my toes as well. So, And how did you find that out? When did you
0: find that out? Well,
1: no one told me. No one told me. Like, I always asked for the reports. And when I translated the reports, it said, yeah, a nuchal, baby has a nuchal cold cord is around the neck. And I'm like, what the hell? Y'all are not telling me these things um and they're like oh well the doctor's not worried and i'm like but then why if they're not worried why is it in the report so we started trying to get constant they even said it like oh she's gonna get, be getting weeks every other getting ultrasounds every other weeks because we're gonna have to mo- monitor the nuchal cord and i'm like well if we're monitoring is because it's it's serious mm. um so yeah that's been a another fun thing to deal with oh my gosh Audrey, that is, that's like,
0: you don't need any more layers. Let's just say that. Um, Okay. I have heard of people, you know, giving birth with the baby's cord wrapped,
1: you know? Yeah. My surrogate, her third son, she said, or her third child came with the knuckle cord. You know, the cord around the neck, and she said it was, he was fine, you know, nothing Mm -hmm. happened. So she's not even worried. But again, I'm, I am.
0: Yeah. 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 You're protecting your heart right now. I totally get that. So, where your surrogate is staying, are there medical staff? Like, does she have access to medical care
1: pretty readily? Yeah. So, Fortunately, they used to be in a like a ski lodge in the Carpathians um which is kind of like the Smoky Mountains from like Georgia, North Carolina. Um really in the border with Slovakia. However, they had to like a week ago move into the city um that they're in and the the maternity hospital is there. They've started a couple of IVF rounds already in in surrounding clinics. We actually have an appointment to do a 4D ultrasound, which I'm super excited, on July 8th. If Mateo can wait and stay in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a very – people, the, the other moms that have been through it in the last month or so, they say that city is pretty much back on track. Um, you know, they the only effects they've been really seeing is a lot of um, refugees. hmm Entering the city and and settling in the city, but otherwise, knock on wood, they haven't had huge scares or anything. Okay, okay, they haven't been impacted.
0: Probably shortages, food shortages, sort of yeah. that kind of stuff. But you know, safety and you know, physically, they seem to be kind of untouched in a way.
1: In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say they're completely safe, but right. um, they've, they're they one of the safer zones right now. Okay. Great. Great. Wow. Okay.
0: Okay. And so your involvement at
1: the birth, what are you hoping that's going to look like? I know she wants me there and I want to be there to support her because her fiance is not there. Um, only women are allowed to be there. Um, I found out recently that Jorge paid for me to stay the three nights in the hospital with the baby. I didn't know I was going to have that option if we make it on time. I don't... may sound bad, but, like, I don't need to be in there with her now that I've created that relationship with her. Like, yeah, I want to be there for support. I just want first cuddles. You know, I want... As soon as he's born, like, I just want to the, be there because... I have not been able to enjoy any part of this pregnancy mm. or, or this journey. And that's the only thing I'm holding on. Although I'm preparing myself for, you know, him being birthed. Ber- Cause she, she has quick births. So mm. I'm just prepared of like, yep, he's born. You got to get here, okay, which will be fine. Right. But I, ideally I would like to be there, hold her hand and, you know, yeah, hold my baby. Yeah. At the first sign of a
0: contraction or any kind of first labor signs, is she going to call you?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now I'll head over there and meet Jorge. Great. And Jorge, um,
0: he's flying into Germany first. Yes. Okay. And then you two
1: will travel by car together. We don't know. We go back and forth. We've said train by car. By car, he doesn't want to. He does, and it's the. Qu- I feel like it's the quickest way, because it's about twelve to thirteen hours. Um, with train is about eighteen. With the flight, the flight duration is about three hours because it has a layover in Vienna, or or Warsaw. Um, but you know you have to be there three hours early, and then all the luggage, all the luggage crazy crazy craziness mm-hmm. um because coming in i lost my luggage i don't, I don't know if, oh, if you no. saw my stories no so it didn't show up until like 40 out, 48 hours later so i'm just terrified that that's gonna happen when we get to slovakia
0: yeah that's what you not especially with all your paperwork
1: like let's yeah. oh i'm keeping that with me oh yeah like, yeah yeah okay my that's good. clothes and pampers and formula like i yeah yeah <laughs>
0: yeah Okay. So you're kind of on the fence about transportation. Okay. And then, um, you'll get there and where will you, where will you stay?
1: So I've, to protect my mental health and sanity, I've delegated some stuff to my husband. Good. Yes. Yes. Let him,
0: let him check some of the stuff off the list.
1: That which helps because if it doesn't get done, then I get mad at him, scream at him, let my anxiety out at him, and then do it myself last minute. So mm-hmm. he—I ha- don't think he has scheduled anything right now. Um, but what we know, we initially thought we were going to stay in an Airbnb, but because of the logistics of, we don't know if we're going to stay three weeks or maybe a miracle happens and we can leave in three days, and we need to cut the reservation short. We we are looking into staying in a hotel.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay, that's good. And there are some hotel options available in the area?
1: Yeah, so far, that you know, it's it's not like the Hilton, but um, yeah. there are some good hotels. Okay, good. Wow, okay, okay.
0: Taking it day by day, taking it day by yep. day. Listeners, um, as you're kind of... Following Audrey's journey here, we are recording each episode, you know, once, you know, every other day until we have to pause, you know, and then we'll pick things back up. So this was today for Audrey. Anything else that you kind of feel encapsulates where
1: you're at right now, mentally and emotionally? I think I'm s- <sighs> denial. I think that's a good word to describe it. I'm just ignoring and, and denying my true feelings right now because it's too hard to deal with because I'll get emotional and I just, I can't. I need, I need right now I need to be strong, um, but I'm terrified. I, you know, I keep waking up to news about innocent children dying on this senseless war and it makes me think like what guarantees me and my child, you know, that we're going to be safe? Is it just because I have a blue passport? That's not fair. Like, it's horrible. So I just keep denying myself or or ignoring the fact and just taking it day by day.
0: That's all you can do, right? Like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that, Audrey. And um, thanks for having us again. You know. Thank you for having me. Just walk in this trail with you. Um, Again, I feel so honored that you're sharing all this with all of us. Thanks.